Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We want to welcome you back to the Tip of the Tower podcast. We've decided to get out of the studio and go into my house because nobody wanted to go to school on a Saturday morning. (laughs) It was a noise, (laughs) Richard. It's enthusiasm because it's early. So we are trying my home recording studio, which took some time to set up as usual. Always takes... (laughs) I always seem to have the issues when we move studios. We're going back to the old, to the regular studio next time. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. But I think you two missed each other. Not having you guys in the same room the last couple weeks has been has been tough. <laughs> so we are here today to talk about the unfortunate news for the Toronto Blue Jays, and that. Have we basically confirmed that? Sh- yeah, Stan. It's, uh, it's confirmed. I mean, Stan could, you know, like turn around and say no. Like, fuck <laughs> no, yeah, be... I hope he does, but it looks like he's going to be in pinch. Yeah, next John, John Heyman, uh, I believe, said that uh, the trades done between the Marlins and Yankees were just waiting on an okay from Stan's party. Quote pending a physical, but like, yeah. have you seen John Carlos Stan? He has had injury problems in the past, though. Yeah, the guy's, but, the guy's a little bit. But he's also yeah, he yeah. also has an eight pack and he's like twelve feet tall. So I mean, yeah, he'll be alright. So I don't even think they'll do a physical. They'll just look at him. Good. Visually, everything looks good. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a very good looking. Man. The doctor like just starts like ogling him, just like all right, just like take <laughs> off your shirt, John Carlo. The physical ended like an hour ago. He's still staring at him. <laughs> Ooh, that. all right. That would seem very awkward, but. That comes a day after Otani then announces he's going to the Los Angeles Angels. So not the Dodgers? Not the Dodgers. Apparently, he really did mean small market. He's willingly going to Anaheim? Oh, not the Padres. Uh, poor Padres, yeah. 
Poor Seattle Mariners. I've never heard that Go sentence that. ever uttered in my poor life. Poor Seattle, yeah. Poor Padres. <laughs> you trade for G. Gordon, say he's playing center field. Like, every Mariners fan I follow on Twitter had, like, some lineup of, like, what um, a Shohei Otani off day would look like. And it was, like, DH hitting fifth, hitting sixth. And it's like, oh, now you guys have nothing. No. <laughs> Did they really have anything to begin with? I was interested in seeing, like, how they would screw that up. Because every offseason, it's like, all right, guys, here come the Mariners. And then the Mariners just... <laughs> Wouldn't be the Mariners? Sad trauma. Well, everyone thought that when they picked. Stepped on 20 rakes in their front lawn. Your microphone is doing something weird. Hopefully, it's not too bad. Uh oh. That's okay. Um, I can record them on my phone if you want. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just do I'm that. I'm not even talking. You're good. talking for the podcast. I'm just talking to my friends. Here, I'll just I'll hold. <laughs> no, we're awesome good. We'll, we'll be fine. It's just a little crackle. But. Yeah, I love you. Now. Crackle is my favorite. But, okay, so the reason why we're bringing up the Blue Jays even with all these deals, is because John uh, John Paul Morosi was on Sportsnet, the 590, yesterday morning. And you have to bring in the Blue Jays somehow because they were reportedly – well, they we know that they lost out on the bid for Otani. And then you look at the Stanton trade and the D. Gordon one too, and people were just like, why weren't the Blue Jays in on those? Yeah. Those are those are two hefty contracts, and the Jays have hefty contracts already. Plus, I mean, this, the Mariners did give up some pieces to get that D Gordon trade done. Like the Jays were any trade that the Jays were looking to get D Gordon, it was more of to take a salary back and not have to give up a lot. Yeah, but now it's like Stanton going to the Yankees just like throws a wrench and everything. So I don't even know if if the Jays knew that Stanton was going to New York, even if they would make that. I don't think because the Yankees knew Stanton was going to New York until that tweet came out saying he'd accept the trade there. Well, now it's like it's either you go in or you fall back for 2018. You can't just be in the middle now. You, you can't just say, "Yeah, we're trying to compete." Yeah. It's either you're either retooling or you you're make a a big or move, or it's time to like just see what you get for Donaldson and just like wait like a year and like retool and be back in 2019. We. We have a I have a group chat where we Austin and I have a group chat we uh, we occasion well we we not occasionally look at we we look at it quite often yeah oh yeah and one of the one of the things that was brought up was the Blue Jays have probably missed out on a big opportunity after the 2015 season to really take charge in the AL or in the AL East especially I feel like Boston was still going to be there regardless and the Yankees were still going to be there. I, I feel like what Shapiro and, and those guys did wasn't that bad because it was like, we know we're not going to... So with them, it was like either A, we trade, we extend our window by two years, or B, we try to stay competitive and you know we just ride this out. And I don't think that riding it out is necessarily the bad thing because now it's like if they traded everyone to try to win in 2016 it doesn't work now it's like all right now we have nothing to look forward to the jays still have some sort of like semblance of a of a future core right you know they do but it's not nor close to what the red sox and the yankees have well now it's not now it's not but i mean if they went all in and tried to win in 2016 and didn't do it the window closes and they have nothing to look forward to in the next five years are just a bunch of darkness, right? Mm-hmm. 2019 going on, they look set up to do something great. 
They have, I think, the 12th pick uh, this year. They're, <clears throat> I don't remember what his name is, but um, they're the favorites to sign one of the top um, international free agents. Oh, shoot. You know what? I also... <sighs> <clears throat> so, I mean, you know, like, things yeah. now aren't so bad in Toronto. It's just, holy crap, we have to deal with Yankees fans for another year, right? <laughs> so we always have, even when the Yankees are bad, the Blue Jays fans have to deal with them. So, <laughs> not not much has changed on that front. Like that's why I feel like what Shapiro and those guys said like wasn't that bad because if if it's Anthopolis and Anthopolis goes all in, Anthopolis didn't really go all in in 2015. They still had a bunch of prospects left over, but now it's like they have a good farm system. If they go all in now it's like they better turn that into something because if you don't then you have to deal with the Yankees for the next 10 years yeah well I, I think the the frustrating part for Blue Jays fans is you know 2015 was just such a great run 2016 was 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 not not had didn't really have the same magic to it but, but I feel like you can't really you know you couldn't replicate what 2015 yeah, was I, I don't think anything can because like what they were a game under 500 before the trade deadline. And then they went up. And then it was like... They went like 35 and 11 or something no, like it that. Was like, like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, like they won like 40 games. Like they were the hottest team in baseball, you know, for for the last two months. And it was like in 2016, they beat up on the Rangers in the uh, division series and they just forgot how to hit. They were still close in 2016. Like, Yeah, they were within two to, games, I think, of yeah. of going to the World Series again. It's... It, it, it's hard to go to the ALCS in back-to-back years and not do anything, but that's just how it is. Sometimes, you know, like they, yeah. like they did well. They, I'm happy that didn't, that they didn't As mortgage the, the future Rangers, for that year. Yeah, right. Wasn't it? Was it a couple? Uh, was a couple of years ago they went back-to-back World Series, the Rangers, and didn't win, right? Yep, um, Cardinals and Giants, I believe. Yeah, so I mean, choked both times. Nothing's guaranteed once you make the playoffs. That's obvious. I mean. <coughs> you saw it this year with the Indians. They were supposed to run the table in the AL. Didn't didn't do much. No. And then the the, the issue now, I think, for Jays fans is we, we hear about the optimism of what Vladdy and Bo Bichette could potentially do in, what, 2019? Bruno Asuna's yeah. got some pretty good pop, too. Let's give him a shot in the lineup. He can be our Otani. That, <laughs> that lefty swing is real nice. Yeah. <laughs> And he takes selfies. But, you know, it's... It, like, it sucks, but I'm happy that they didn't really mortgage their future to fall short. Now it's like... Now they have a real pondering to do. Because if they do want to... The market now seems to be... Is going to go crazy Yep. Now I after think these you, trades. You either have to make a big move or you have to trade Donaldson, Osuna, maybe Hap. Yeah. Because... The thing about Osuna is that he's really good, but if the Jays see him as just a closer, you have to treat him as just a closer. There will yeah. see, there's there's going to be someone that will overpay for a really good young closer. But that yeah, that's exactly it. You they I think the whole idea of putting him as a starting pitcher was to try to up his value if they ever decided to move off from him. But if other teams only see him as a closer, that that value gets diminished. Well, I mean, he, unless it, unless he can get to that Chapman level and he can get a good haul. He's a, for you. He's yeah. a young, really good, cheap closer. So it's like the and the control he has too on that yeah. contract. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, My one problem with going to a full blown a rebuild is speaking from a control standpoint. If you 
blow it all up, then when you're competitive again, guys like Strowman and Sanchez will be, you know, like you'll have to start paying them. Yeah. So that's why if like <clears throat> if you trade a guy like Donaldson, Hap, maybe Osuna, you get, you know, like a good haul back for them. You tinker, you retool, and then you're back in it, competing again in 2019. A full rebuild will be painful, especially after <clears throat> the Jays have, you know, built up all that uh, goodwill, all like all the success from the past the two years. Mm-hmm. The fans won't be coming to games, and you'll have to have like another run, like you saw in 2015. Yeah, to yeah. get them all back. I, I the problem I have with the whole Trey Donaldson thing is if you want to be competitive in those years. A guy like Josh Johnson is the exact type of player you are going to need. Yeah, but he's what thirty-one now. This is his last year. This is his last before year UFA. Team. If you can get either a good prospect or or some people with control that can compete now, I don't remember who it was, but somebody at Fangraphs suggested. Um, I don't remember who it was, but like, um, was it Carpenter and um, they have one of their middle infielders but they weren't necessarily getting younger but they got more control right yeah yeah and if you can get control and have guys that can contribute that's even better right but donaldson will have a market i don't know how good the market will be at the trade deadline if the orioles are also out of it and will be um um bringing back machado so that's why like if somebody's willing to overpay now yeah do it and get some people with uh, control because it's either you're in or you're out right now. Like, there's no real... Like, there's no... Well, we'll wait and see how it goes. It's like... Yeah. And then the Morosi... Morosi <laughs> also brought up the idea of trading a prospect like Bo Bichette mm-hmm. for... Um, for Yelich. Which makes... Se- which... He, would, he puts up a good argument, though, of why they I should do it. I would do that, but only if it's one of the last... Moves of the off season, like I don't want to. Do you wouldn't. You wouldn't start your off season that yeah, way. Yeah. Like if if you can get, you know, let's say a Gordon. I'm not Gordon. Um, Kane. Kane. Okay. Right? Um, you know, if you can get, I would have liked uh, Chatwood, but, but he signed with I think the Cubs Chatwood right? was like three years. Yeah. Tw- was it thirty eight? Like thirty eight. A lot of money from and. Wrap it up with a trade like that, fine. But if it's like we'll trade for Yelich to start it off, then it's like it and it puts pressure because then you trade a guy like Bobichet as your first real move. That then that signals to fans, yeah, we're going for it again. And your moves, every move after that gets criticized way more. It was, it was much like the Marlins that Marlins trade from what was it three, twenty twelve. You make that big trade. Now those other de- those other moves get scrutinized way more. So, what move came right after that? The Ari Dickey trade. So yeah, the, th- J- the Jays can't make a move just to for the sake of doing it. They can't. Um, just being hasty and making well, I mean, a, a deal is not. I feel the like they weren't going to make a move just to make a move. Oh, no, I don't think they this. They're going to make a move just I'm, to try. I'm water. saying in the wake of the Stanton news, they yeah. can't just go and try and make a yeah. deal to please the fans. Trying to tread water is what is going to be bad because then it's like you know like you have to decide and honestly I'm fine with them going for it now I'm fine with them peeling off in 2018 and just saying hey we'll take a year we'll we'll draft high we'll we'll see which um free agents we can get um 
from um, Central America, you know, like, we'll do what we have to do in 2018, we'll wait this one out, and then we'll come back in 20... Like, I'm fine with that. It's just they have to have a clear path right now. They do. Like, now has to be a time where they decide, like, are we doing this? Are we not doing it? Are we trading Donaldson? Are we... Signing him? Yeah. I think if they don't sign him before the season, you're trading him. I feel like it shouldn't wait until before this. I feel like well, they I'm, should. I'm saying if the contract's not signed before the season, then he yeah. better. I think maybe, yeah, maybe trade him before the season starts. Again, the uh, Donaldson thing is a, is also one of the, the last things I'll, like I do this winter because yeah. it's like if you sign him and then it's like, all right, we have to make moves so we aren't That's wasting true. these Donaldson years. Or it's like if competing in 2018 isn't in the cards, then it's like, all right, see what we can get now get an early jump on the whole free agent frenzy next year maybe it's a better if you really wants to stay you have to tell him give us a chance to see what 2018 will look for us let's consider 2018 a bit of a wash and if you're in it for the long haul we will get this team see, that's to what, what it needs I mean, do, you, do you think Vlad and Bo are ready for 2019 is that like I think Vlad is cl- I think, would be would be ready. I think it's still too early to, to decide, but how I they it, I think it's how too they early did this year, it was like compared to their peers, both of them did well. Like even Bichette was like, "Wow, he came out of nowhere." You see a guy like even Nate Pearson and uh, yeah. in Vancouver was like he was throwing. Like so, he was throwing. He was like, he had an like he was he had a lot of run. Like a, yeah, like, like this first like 15, 16 innings, right? Yeah. Um, Compared to their peers, a lot of them did really well. But then it's like, do I want to rush them and say, we'll pencil you in for 2019? No. But it's just more of like a, we'll wait and see. It's hard to make an assumption yeah. on well, guys that are playing high A. Vlad and Bo will be in New Hampshire at some point, right? Yeah. Um, they'll get a look at Buffalo. Maybe if the season's a wash, they'll get called up this September or next September. Yeah. And just see how they fare against up. Uh, not pitching, but my fear is, is that they Luke Shen the whole um, situation. <laughs> Say, hey, you're young. Let's go. Like, let's do this. Right? I don't think they'll do that. I mean, you saw the way that they handled yeah. the T. Oscar Hernandez thing. They gave him a chance, but they're not ready to go Even full with full T. blown. Oscar, like people saw like the pop that he showed, and I was like, but that strikeout rate was awful, right? It was, but that's something that's correctable. So, well, in that's why, like, if, just don't have Kevin Pillar yeah. show him how to take swings yeah. at behind the plate, and you'll just, be fine. You know, like that's why if like a patient year in 2018 isn't the worst thing, you know. No, you it's just not. Wait, you see, you see what you have, you, and that's why these next two weeks are so important because again, Otani went to the Angels, and the Angels are going to be in there for the what because the Angels aren't going to compete with the Astros for for the West, right? So it's like they'll be there in the wild card spot. So do you think exactly? That, the Jays will be there with the Angels. Do you want to compete for that one? Do you think that they I think, win the division I think that's now? probably the biggest part is, okay, we already know it's Boston and New York. They're going to battle it out for the AL East. One of those teams is going to be a wild card team. Yeah. So the Blue Jays have to really kind of think, is it are we going to be able to compete with the Angels? And are we going to be able to compete with, or even if the Angels, let's say, surpass like they're the first wild card team. Then it's the Yankees or the Red Sox. And you also have to remember that the Twins, they're going to be much better this year. I mean, the AL is going to be tough this year. Definitely tougher than it's been recently. The best part about baseball is that anything can happen. Like yeah, this yeah. time last hey, year. Hey, we we like, don't we don't even know if Otani's going to be yeah like the the crown jewel that people are calling <laughs> him to be. I mean, 
The Jays could field the same team that they did this year and win the World Series because just guys played well. It's like... Yeah. Baseball is such a stupid but great sport that anything can happen, right? Like, you see a guy like Justin Smoke break out after showing, like, no signs that he was going to, right? Jose Bautista regressed. Yeah. And they, so, I mean, and I, 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 and I wrote something for uh, Baseball Perspectives Toronto on, like, how unlucky they were. And, and they weren't just, like, bad. They were injured and unlucky. Yep. They got bad um, luck on balls in play, especially with... Um, we're in a scoring position, and that will regress, but then it's like, it's not just going to be the regression. So, I mean, just saying the Yankees are good, let's give this year up, isn't the wisest thing, but I, I really feel like they should like just figure out what they want right now, and then try to get some guys with control over the next, like, two, three months, I guess. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move off the Jays talk now because uh, I think we've pretty much hit the nail on what we wanted to get through. Yeah, Stanton trades uh, approved now. It just hasn't um, details haven't come out yet. Apparently, yeah. So it, uh, you know, and the other thing too time. about the Stanton trade is it depends on what the Yankees give up too. I mean, they're adding an incredible player, but they could also be it's, get- a, it's at least Castro and then a prospect. That that's an uh, yeah. reported, but I mean, if Anyhow. if that's what the deal is if it's no like top prospect if it's just you know Castro and like a bunch of like B prospects the Yankees better be paying like a lot of that because they're playing they're probably picking up the salary Jeter <laughs> let's be trading real. Stanton to the Yankees plus eating a ton of salary just seems weird to me I don't know why but it sounds like a G- like Jeter's heart's still in New York somehow like they 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 should be like paying a huge chunk of that salary because that return especially for the MVP is so and I don't even know why they... Like, the Marlins dealt with this terribly. They did. Stanton's list was pretty much every good team, right? You have him under contract for 11 more seasons. What's the rush? Yeah. Even if he doesn't, like, win the MVP next year, it's like he's still John Carlos Stanton. Like, pe- people will still, like, pay for him, right? So I don't know what the rush was this year, but the Marlins handled that terribly. Yeah. All right, we're going to go from a team that people don't have a lot of optimism for to a team that has, has the Way attention. too much optimism. No, I, I would I'm say... I'm not saying way too much, but... I would say the whole city is... Behind them. It's behind them tonight. Well, we're talking about TFC or the Leafs? We're talking about TFC. <laughs> Cowboys. Sorry, hold on. The, the mic kind of... You guys speak really loud. Um, but early to be able <laughs> <laughs> We're recording this Saturday morning. You, you guys are lucky I'm here. I'd, I'd still be sleeping right now. Ah, shut up. Oh, God, I'm so tired. You spent too much time tweeting on Twitter. Like, I was, I got home, I was out late last night, I get home, I see Richard's tweeting at like 2am and I'm like, Can't oh. sleep, Stanton's getting traded. Can't sleep, Stanton's getting traded. What was so I even talk, doing We're talking about night? TFC, right? Yeah. Just so we're not getting confused. Oh yeah, we're, we're talking TFC because... Cool. The Argos win the first championship of the year for the Toronto teams. Listen, I want TFC to do well. I mean, I'm a casual fan. I've always been a casual fan. But it's going to be funny if TFC doesn't seal the deal because then the Argos fans, the few that like are actually like diehards like David, will have a field day just making okay. fun of TFC. No, this is oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm... 
Okay, do not lie. There's a me. difference between me. Okay, I'm not the diehard that you think I am because I've seen the diehards. These are the guys that are ripping the like Jovenko after last season because he heard he had to get out of the game because he hurt his leg. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when there were people who were like giving him crap about. It. I'm like, do you not realize that soccer you need to have functioning legs to Argos boot? only fans and TFC only fans are just. The, just the like only, just like city. only Leafs fans, only Jays yeah, fans, just, only Raptors fans are they, the worst. There's just like element of like you know we should get more coverage than the other teams. It's like if if like if you watch just one Toronto team, you feel like your team. Well, unless if you're the Leafs, but you feel like your team. <laughs> you get you get <laughs> coverage. Say. Leafs. Austin Matthews drink water. That's, that's, Leafs net. Yeah, but and like I feel like that there's no problem with that because people love the Leafs in this uh, city that they will consume any kind of uh, media coverage, but. Yeah. If you're a fan of only one team in the city, you feel like your team is getting slighted, right? The Argos only fans are, 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 or the TFC only fans are hilarious because it's like they're so delusional. Like, I once had a TFC only fan tell me that um nobody cared about the Jays. And it was like, do you no, see nobody. the numbers and that then, they're doing? But then guess what your response is? Nobody cares about TFC. No, nobody no, cared no, about well, TFC until like, three years ago. <laughs> I, like, I do care... I do care about uh, TFC, and you I care about all the Toronto teams yeah. because and you're a Toronto TFC sports had fan. Had that they always had that following, right? Like even mm-hmm. when they, like they were awful, it was yeah. Like, you see the you see the supporters in the stands, yeah, right? Oh yeah, that. but I mean, if it's 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 funny if they don't win tonight, and because those those ten diehard Argos fans are going to just. I don't know. Like they might, the, uh, they, they might bring the the um, the gray cup to Bevo and just keep it there all all, all winter of, long. A lot of people on the radio were saying. Uh, this would be worse than the Buffalo Bills. If I think it would be because of the talent that's on TFC. I think think that they'll win tonight, though, because last year they they outplayed Seattle a lot. Baltimore had that... That that the, chance just that, that, that ball that was pulled off the line, right? Stephen Fry, that was. I mean, well, it was it was a pull. No, it was no, it was, on it was the tipped line. over. Yeah, yeah, it was tipped over the he, net. He, he like reached back and just saved it off the line. Um, yeah. And like they they were really good at home this year. They were yeah. really really good at home. They actually they they were good at home and on the road. But but at home, like they were what? Like they had like I, I think thirteen the, wins at home this year. I think the Red Bulls game was the only game they dropped at home, and that's in the playoffs. I could be very wrong on that. Pardon? No. The Red Bulls game was like one of, if not the only game they dropped at home this year. Like they've no, been fantastic. They beat the Red Bulls in the playoffs. No, okay. Are you talking no, about they, at home all season? They lost to Red Bulls one nothing in the playoffs because Red Bulls would have got yeah. the runaway goals, but they tied. That's true. Or sorry, TFC was ahead. No, TFC I, was I ahead. Um. I, the, oh wait, they just beat a Columbus yesterday. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was like, the no, first round, not the. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, you look at Seattle this time around; they beat Houston five nothing. They're I mean, not. Like, they're not going to sit back. The aggregate games are different because, like, it's not just one game. It's like you know, like you're the game away games mean like, a lot, mo- right, a lot yeah, more. Yeah, like, like game planning for like, the entire thing, right? Like at home, it's like a TFC is they they were the best team in the league for a reason, right? Because yeah. Like when they come to BMO, it's you know like like those fans go crazy, right? Well, you look at last season with with the uh, Montreal series, people were worried when you know Montreal took the early three nothing lead. They were up three nothing, but like in the but first then, like fifteen minutes. Yeah, then, and then TFC scored those two late goals, and, and that I, I that made like a huge difference. That's when Montreal knew that they were in trouble because they gave up not only two away goals, but then it's like we, yeah we have to go back to Toronto now and like you know yeah like, that game was probably one of the that was. One of the better games. In if that was the MLS history. Cup final, that, that would have cold been watching great. that game at home. Just like well, it was <laughs> raining. It was oh yeah, but I mean, like the guys. It's gonna be cold like for this over. game too. 
But I mean, they're they're Hopefully, going into this game, and it's uh, people have said it already. Seattle has no pressure on them, which is a weird thing to say. They don't as the defending champions. TFC has all the pressure on them because, as we said, I don't think the pressure. Well, because I mean, like all season long, like like they were chasing history, right? Like it was like yeah, yeah, from like the well, second month on. But they like, they didn't like, they didn't care. Like this this team, you hear them talk. They didn't care about winning, having the best regular season of all time. They only cared about getting back yeah. to the finals. And I think they're glad it's Seattle because oh, what glad better way? Well, I mean, happy like, yeah, they lost, but they kicked Seattle's ass all over the field last, the last year. Yeah. And they, they didn't get that, you know. But in, in fairness to Seattle, they were also missing, like, Clint Dempsey, and they added Clint Rodriguez Dempsey. at the end of this. Like, Honestly. they added some pieces, and they're um, not, they're not on the level of TFC in terms of their talent, but they play a style that can match they're close to TFC. They're very good defending. Uh, they have I some mean, suspicious defending for like last, Clint Dempsey is not a good defender. No, 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 no. I'm but not, that's I not mean, his job. Yeah, exactly. You can't expect that's like saying Giovinco is not a good defender. I mean, you can't expect that, your attacking players. You can't to be expect good on both the five foot four Italian to try to defend. Was, yeah, I'm sorry, they don't play a 200 foot game or however yeah. long a soccer field is. There was something brought up on um on TSN 1050. I know that you guys are sportsnet guys, so I shouldn't be name dropping TSN 1050. No, that's, but, what, what did you um, hear? Speaking of Clint Dempsey, um, he's seen as a good guy in the States. Yep. There was a lot said down south about how Altador and Bradley are villains. Yep. I know that they're loved here. Like, it's weird in 2017 that two major league soccer players are part of the face of Toronto sports landscape. But they are, right? Like, you see... Altador, Bradley, and we'll say um, Sebastian Atrinko. Yeah. But do you guys feel like a lot of that is unfair? Because what they said on, on TSN 1050 was um, Americans blame Altador and Bradley for the lack of success that the Canadian soccer program has seen. I mean, American mm-hmm. soccer, soccer program. But then you see... You don't blame... I, don't, I, I never blame the way that a, a national league team plays on the players. Never. I'm Look, as an Italian, <laughs> I do not blame the, the the Italy not being in the World Cup on the players. But do you feel like that's what that's what their reputation is down south? Because I know yeah, that, that is they, their reputation, but that's because... But that's also the American mentality. <coughs> it's that, That's the American mentality. You, you hate the players. You usually... How often do I'm trying to make some uh, connections to other sports, but it's not often. I mean, it also it doesn't help that you know Altador and Bradley are playing in, in Canada, so it's easy to they're hate on them. They're thriving in Canada. <laughs> they are, but they're thriving in a system that works for them, yeah. and in in a system that they have added talent and they have been committed to developing other players as well. Like TFC is not just like the last couple of years, it was just Bradley, Altador, Jovinko. Then they add guys like Vasquez. You got Osorio, Bono, Drew Moore, Hagelin. Like they've added. Bono's been around for a while though. But now Bono's he's, been around. He just hasn't really taken. He took that step this <laughs> yeah. year uh, for Clint Irwin. So that that's I think the issue that I think the states has is that they see how Altador and Bradley are thriving in Toronto, and then when they. When it comes to going for the World Cup, it's and they don't. Like, oh, why can't you give that kind of effort for the American? Exactly. Like, but you can't blame those two guys for 
as you said, it's not Bradley and Altidore's fault that the program for the U.S. is not good. No. You need to be able to develop players. The biggest example is Christian Pulisic, who's playing for Dortmund, I believe, in Germany right now. Uh, He's a 17- or 18-year-old American. I mean, he's the best player they have. But your team's getting getting older. Bradley is 31, 32-ish, somewhere around there. Yeah, and Altidore's Uh, not... Altidore's 28, 29, like... Those are your stars, and that, they're getting up there. Dempsey's over thirty. That that's the same issue that Italy had. They were going to bring good. Landon Donovan back for the World Cup. Yeah, oh you look you look at Italy too. Um, half the team retired after that because it was just you know what they they had they kind of the players kind of took it upon themselves to realize this program won't go anywhere because they rely too much on older guys that just didn't have. I mean, Buffon will always have it. He and. Guys like, but there's guys like Chiellini and, you know, you go through the list and these are guys that just need to, they they realize they need to just step aside and let the younger guys kind of take control. Like, that's what other, but that's where other successful clubs have, like international clubs have uh, thrived is when when their younger players start to step up and they have that good chemistry and system for when they're younger and then they get older. It's the same, it's kind of the same issue that I think Canada has had with hockey and the World Juniors. It's because you look at the the, uh, the other countries, like the States, they, those guys play with each other since they're teens. Yeah. Canada, it's like they're all scattered. There's not yeah, really... I mean, like, you see a guy from the Q and, like, a guy from... Yeah, I mean, that's like the way the, the... I mean, that's just the way the CHL system works. Yeah. But then you look at... They, it starts with U17, but then it changes so much. And like you see guys that are ma- not making uh, the world juniors, the guys that are making the world juniors, like what the heck is going on? Like, and then like you you look at how other teams have these like star players. Um, so, yeah, I mean, TFC. What what will be the challenge for them? I think is if Seattle Seattle is going to look for that one mistake. Yep, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna the pounce and they're right. a team. And they're gonna counter. So, score prediction. Score predictions. Mm. I'm gonna go TFC. I think two to one. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I think that the Sounders do get that goal, but I feel like I feel like Altidore will score the, the game. Dif- I mean, the game deciding goal, and it'll be, I'd say, the last like uh, ten minutes. Well, because like you know people, that he wants to do something. A lot of people think something. it's gonna be decided on a Giovanco free kick. That's what everyone's hoping. I for. think that's how they'll open the scoring because like yep. he he like. It's gotten to the point where, like, every free kick, like, close G- to the box. very like, good just, at drawing, yeah. drawing fouls but I in think, and around the box. I think Altidore is, is going to pot one. He's, yeah. as as somebody that's not just a TFC fan, but, like, you know, Toronto fan, Toronto culture fan, even though I'm from fucking Brampton, I feel like Altidore is part of that Toronto identity, that, like, us against everyone, that whole, like, swagger, like, like this isn't just a soccer thing for... Mm-hmm. Um, Altidore, like, and I know that he's not really a top tier player in the world, but he's still, you know, like he's. And MLS, you don't yeah. necessarily have to be the top tier in the world. He's, he, but he's he is definitely part of that Toronto like vibe, I guess. And I think I I feel like this is his time to like do something that he'll never. Him and Jovinko will. This this is their game. I, I mean, like you, you just know well, that if TFC wins, it'll have something to do with um Sebastian. Chavrinko, but I feel like it's gonna be so fun. Ultra will definitely pot win tonight. I mean, we let's not discount Michael Bradley either. 
because Riley has been probably he, their best player. He hasn't scored in a while, though. He hasn't scored, but he's... He Yo, plays I mean, that, like, now that they have Vasquez, plays, he doesn't play yeah. up. He plays like that yeah. sitting defensive mid and just sort of sits in behind and helps the defense out. Yeah. In that respect, he's been one of the one of their best players. He's got the that tackle in against Columbus when yeah. that, he was on a clear break was unbelievable. Yeah. He probably won't score, but like no, he'll, no. he'll he'll definitely um impact the game, but I'm saying Altidore scores and I'm saying that well, Jerinko scores and, and TFC finally gets it done tonight. Yeah. So, uh, Sportsnet had um, I just wanted to touch one more. Uh, had Sid Six Arrow on yesterday. Um, I did miss that. Sid. He was talking about the TFC game. He came in for a few minutes in studio just to touch on it. And he made a really good point that um, for Bradley and Altidore, this is their World Cup. Yeah. Was exactly what he said, and it's it's exactly true. They're going to come out, and they're going to have a game. Bradley especially. Especially after all the crap they've taken from American fans. This is their moment to yeah. prove what they can do, and I think <laughs> they're going to take it. Speaking of taking crap, I think this was in Atlanta. Um, Altidore scored... Oh, the Somebody threw man. a beer at him, and then Jericho <laughs> walks up, <laughs> and he takes the beer. Like he kind of like goes, yeah, and then just like, they takes it, just throws it just, back. Like, yeah, just they like, just oh, toss it away. So. Yeah, th- this team has. I think they're. Like, it reminds me of the 2015 Blue Jays, where like their whole like mantra is like, "So what? Fuck you. We're good." Yeah, yeah. that's it. Like, I that's mean, definitely like, the mantra. Like, if someone scores in the first five minutes. You will see American soccer Twitter just be livid because, exactly. especially if it's like Altidore. If Altidore scores, like, do you they think that ride. like he might actually jump into the crowd? Yep. And <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. So, but we're gonna we're gonna move on to the team that. Good, good I, luck. Good so luck wait, to we you haven't mean. mentioned the Leafs yet. I ha- we have not is, mentioned is, the Leafs yet. This is a Toronto podcast. Apparently, the center of the universe has been ignored for this long. Well, and you know what? I feel like it's for a good reason, though. Good luck to TFC. I mean, yeah. Definitely. Honestly, uh, it's going to be a, long- a lot of fun. Toronto's buzzing. I mean, it's been a long time coming for some of those fans, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Those fans have suffered for a really, really long time. Yeah, and they they deserve it. I mean, <laughs> just make sure you bundle up. That's all I'm going to say. They're tors- all going to be drunk. Who cares? Like, what do you need to bundle up for? A team that tors- like, they'll be streaking out on player. Young Street if they win. Oh my God, Liberty Village will be a fun, fun little place to be. Yes. Anyhow, center of the universe, Toronto Maple Leafs. What are we thinking? I mean, there's a game against game against Pittsburgh tonight at the Power Play Goal Arena. That's all I think when I see PPG <laughs> Arena. It's like, all right, <laughs> how do they not arena? have like you know like a sponsorship yet? Like every Penguins Power Play Goal is sponsored by PPG. The PPG, PPG contest. I find I find what with the Leafs right now. What what's been? Watch your. Uh, oh shoot! Thanks, thanks, off, thanks yeah. Austin. No worries. Um. We're a team here. What I think about the Leafs right now is, I mean, a part of my job this week is I've moved parts of sports so where I'm doing a lot more video cutting cutting now. So I usually I'm listening to a lot of Mike Babcock's, you know, his press conferences and stuff. And it's that like media he's availability where he just walked in the room and was like, like let's, let's just make something up. Let's <laughs> just make up some numbers. I'm bored. But oh it, it kind of speaks to what's been going on with the Leafs right now, where so there is not where much going well. Everything is just. Be- Anderson in that gate that um, shootout um, win against uh, Calgary. Yeah, oh his best. That might have been his I best game of the season. I haven't seen a Leafs goaltender that confident in like years. Oh, he's like he's unbelievable. They were get the like, Calgary was getting real ten bell chances, and Anderson was like challenging them, like just throwing the blocker out, like 
Let's yeah. go, come on. Oh, just like, like, throw me something else. And it was there like, guys all in his crease. I've never game. seen that kind yeah. of poise. And, like, I'm not saying that, like, he's a hall of blah, blah, blah. But that poise is something that we have. Like, even when Reimer was good, Reimer was, like, a fish out of water, which which worked he for him. He was really jumpy. That was, you, that was his style. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, like, you never, like, Anderson was just on another level. It was like, like he was challenging people. I, like, I, feel, I feel like the, the, I mean, and the reason why I, I, I didn't want to lead off with the least is because, it's been kind of the same thing. No, they're dude, good. It's, it's like, what do we talk about? They're they playing. They're, they're winning. The yeah. But <laughs> they're they're winning, and Anderson is, I think, the is I would say eighty percent of the reason why. This is why I, I I got mad at people overreacting when Anderson was playing well because it was like he's fighting the puck right now. This isn't who he is. No, he looked lost. He looked like. There are still some shots where it's like, all right, that maybe he shouldn't have gone in, but then like everything else, like it's like, all right, he's yeah, he's not leaving these huge rebounds out there. He's not like you know. And you notice he's not taking more chances, moving the puck like he was at points too. <laughs> it's I don't know what you're talking I, I, about. Everything has been so much better. Sam Bennett's face, like it's oh that that sucked. What was he was trying to go yeah. for the goal there, wasn't he? Yeah, he was going for the net. My dude, empty net there. Yeah, I mean, um, why not? It was funny because. They uh, talked to him after the game. Was it Wednesday? Yeah, the game well, Calgary. Had, yeah, like, no reaction. It was like, yeah, you know, like, I'm just gonna play for the boys. It's not. It was Jeez. like, dude, you just balled out against the Flames. It was like, but you, as good as Frederick but Anderson the, is. He's not a very good quote. He's very no, very but that's, to the point that's with his, this is what, are we what, expecting anything different from a hockey player? <laughs> He and Austin so, Matthews like, are a rough night when like, when you have to come. I mean, usually goalies are the ones that give you the bat better quotes. Like if I'm the crazy ones, Frederick Anderson. I don't remember what the question was, but um, he know, repeats himself a lot. He like I've he noticed. was basically like, yeah, you know, because it's no big deal, you know. Like, um, I think they asked him if he was panicking during um, overtime or something like that. Oh. And my response would have been like, "Holy shit, yes!" It's, Did you see my net? Did you see everyone flying around yeah. my net? But he was just like, "No, like this is." Did you see Nazem throw the puck in the middle of the ice oh, and like no, that, almost bury him? That was a penalty, but also what. What was Nazem doing? Well, that's what I, like, Nazem being Nazem. I saw a lot of people. He, he, he should have got the call though. He, sh- he should have definitely got because. But it's it's not. Like, so we've talked about this so often. What's the criteria for a tripping call in today's NHL? The player has to go down. You have to knock his feet out with the hold stick. Hold on, hold on. There's a there's a call and then there's a call against Nazem. Okay, right? that's there's true. different like, criteria. Yeah, he's he's built that reputation as a guy that's not going to get called. I'm guessing he he knew how much time was left and just wanted to like ice it or just like throw it up the middle. But then like. Who's Nazem Kadri? Did that go on? Uh, for league in the slot, and then that was a huge hit uh, by Anderson. For league is the, 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 there's I worse mean, guys on the team. Last year, he's one of their top scorers, so he's yeah. definitely not somebody you can give. I mean, nobody in the NHL. No, you don't want. Yeah, you he don't. Did that shot to Matt Martin, he probably slots it under the bar. No, he, he, he scores. He's got for a sure. very good five hole. <laughs> no top shelf. <laughs> okay. Pull that down. Polak fans on it. He starts to rush the other way. Okay, so <laughs> when I see Roman Polak starting an offensive rush, I just I turn away. He so, does it way more than he should do. We we people tend to make fun of Montreal because Carey Price. Because they're not good. That's be, no, no, it's because Carey Price masks a lot of the if de- deficiencies on that team. It turns. Are we talent. still calling it masks? Like like are there people that don't know how bad Montreal is yet? Well, people are just like, oh, they're in a playoff spot now. I think there's just a lot of Montreal okay. apologists that are like, that's, they're winning that's games. T- like, and then, but then there's also willingly living that life where it's like I'm so blinded. Like even the Leafs in 2013, 
Like, we knew that Reimer was, like, bailing everyone yeah, out. Yeah, well, let's, like, let's call it for what it is. The Leafs in 2013, <laughs> when they made the playoffs, were not a good team. Well, I mean, yeah. the Toronto media thought it was a good team, but... No, no there, were some, that, there were some people that didn't think it was a good team. Cold Nor and Fraser McLaren the major, Yeah, the majority oh, of it no, was... Mind, I'm, like, I'm not going to call anyone out, but, you know. <laughs> there were a lot of names that said, you know, this team is really good, and it was like, no, they're not. They're being outplayed. Like, I remember I, one of the first games I went to... They were um, They were just surviving. Was uh, yeah. a lot of game. Was the game against the Capitals where Reimer made like forty nine? They didn't save. So it was like, this is a regular game. Like he just yeah, I remember that game too. Like, he just like this is when him and this is when him and Scrivens were biting battling for the net. Yeah. Like they were friends too. And it was like yeah. all right, like let's just let's just all win. Let's just have fun. And, and the shortened season was also <laughs> Nazem Kadri had like what was his shooting percentage that year? It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean he was, was also like, a what, point per almost point per game like that last season. With thirty goal scoring Nazem Kadri like that ever again. I am not. Ever again. But when Nazem that Kadri, man's a sniper, and I will not take that Richard. kind of slander. You know, who, was he, who was he playing with that season? Can you even recall his line? Joffrey so, Lupel for like. Well, Lupel would have been with. Oh no, because he was with uh, Bozak and Van Riemsdyk or Kessel. Yeah, it was Kessel. Yeah. So it was Lupel, Kadri, and. Was it, it wasn't Fred. No, it wasn't Fred. Was it? Was it Komarov? I think it was Komarov. Maybe. No, 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 because no, no, they no. put Komarov there. Komarov's on the, the third. Yeah, they put Komarov and Kadri last. Jesus, year. who was like no, the, the, but you know, well, oh no, Komarov was on the third. They fourth didn't expect. Line, the, like they didn't try to. Use well, really, are we really like, trying to de- go back yeah, to that season? I mean, all oh, the friend. All the fans have to worry. I think Fred it was. Uh, it was. I think it was Lupo, Fred, and it. it was McLaren and Orr on that that fourth line. Was so and McClement. How do you play that for? It was. Like, I, I wrote a I wrote a piece on the on the Leafs fourth line for Tip of the Tower, and I looked into Colton Orr, like, Fraser McLaren stats. Even Matt Martin, it's like Martin. There are plays where it's like Matt Martin can actually Martin hockey. Have skill. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, right. It's like Martin Matt won't Martin's really a drag his. <laughs> it's like he won't really drag his line no, down he's as not. much as Leafs Twitter would want you to think, because like there are some plays where it's like all right, like the past two weeks there have been a lot of. Great shifts by the fourth line. Yeah, the fourth line has stepped great up. Great as in, other. like, all right, like we'll like we're we're just glad that a goal didn't get like scored these on. These guys are having sustained pressure. Well, when you when you look at how the Leafs and this is what the article is about is how the Leafs' mindsets changed as a team. It's Colton Orr and Fraser McLaren. You look at a year after they left the Leafs, McLaren was out of the league or played one more season in the AHL and he played like ten games. Do you, do you remember when Burke sent down Orr and he called a press conference for it? Yes, he did. What the hell? I remember. That was dark times, man. Joe Colburn for a six-round pick or whatever the hell. Yeah, that was, that was it, that's just that's just the mentality of Even if it's Joe Colburn. Man. But that's just the mentality of the way the Leafs were were run. We need to do an entire podcast on the Leafs from 2013. That's <laughs> not. That's just going to be misery. What do you know about Michael Renberg? Oh God, don't. Was but, he the one that tried that dumbass he, slap shot penalty shot? He's the one that has the, yeah. the, the giant. Why like, would you do that? Like what? Unless you're Steven Stamkos, do not try a slap shot. Even if you're Steven Stamkos, why would you like some some players like, feel like the they can catch the goalie? Any goalie worth Corey his Barry's salt will 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 just they challenge the shot and then yeah. like it's like if a goalie's like out of his crease, yeah. you're like he, like even if you have the best shot in the league, it's like how are you getting that over the goalie's shoulder and under the part at the same time? Slap yeah. shot on the breakaway is ballsy. Anyway. But the the only I we're we're gonna end soon because Austin has to get to Sportsnet. Yes. Um. Are I'm a little. The only concern I have is that I don't think I. I mean, the good thing is the Leafs are winning and they're not playing at their best. But what's it going to take to get some consistency from this team? Age 
older players? <laughs> Maybe. I, I thought I thought it was going to be. Just put. I think part of it is. Need eleven more Austin Matthews. I think it's. Stop with this dumb having Nylander on the fourth line. You know what he actually did, and this surprised the hell out of me. Komarov went to the fourth line. Yeah. And it didn't surprise you that like oh I'd never. It's because Komarov. I don't think there's is. I think there Connor Brown is a better player than Leo Komarov, and was way more deserving to play on Kadri's wing than Komarov. Connor Brown. The team is so frustrating at times. Well, because it is. It's frustrating because you wanna you wanna criticize something when the team is winning sometimes. But then it's like how much. It's just like a drug. It's like you need to do it. Although you, um, (laughs) you're gonna go nuts. Remember the was the State Farm commercial where the guy has the dollar bill on the on the fish. Yeah. Oh, go and get it. Oh, going, it's it's kind of like Babcock with lines. It's like you get your ideal line match, and then the next game is just like, oh, oh no, but then, I not mean, like, get it. Babcock will get the blender up because there are times where yeah, he's not afraid to do, which is it's, it's good. There's, but there's a quote from a, a certain California rapper named YG that says, <laughs> "We'll turn it up on anybody, right?" <laughs> The Leafs can turn it up on anybody, as we like the Sharks game. The Leafs played like shit for like fifty minutes against the Sharks, and then they turn it up on the Sharks at home. Like out west, they did that at what's their what was their arena called? I don't know. Uh, the SAP Center. Yeah, yeah, like those things change so often. Anyway, so like they turn it up on the Sharks on like the drop of a dime. The Leafs are dangerous in the fact that any team can get it like that. But then it's like. How do you stay consistent for a full 16 minutes? Because, it, it, you know, it's sometimes you're just not going to be able to do it for a full 16 minutes because teams play the Leafs harder now. Yeah, but still, I mean, they even do. if you're playing them hard, it's like, they, like they're they still creative enough, they're fast enough, yeah. they're skilled enough. It's just like... I think it's a, it's a mentality, it's like, though. I think it's a, it seems from the way that Babcock is talking, he knows the team can do it. It's a mentality that they just don't want to do it sometimes. I think what Babcock is doing is he's trying to test out the lines now, but like come playoff time, Nylander will be with Matthews. Oh, I for sure. I don't think that there's any way that... I think he's just trying to see who has chemistry here, who does oh, yeah. this, who does this. Because people are complaining about Babcock, but it's not like the Leafs are in trouble right now. They're I don't think they are. By the Habs, the Leafs, really... the Leafs are de- the Leafs are top th- five in the league. I think it's let's, all. Let's not kid ourselves. Like they're they're top five in the league for a reason. The only thing I don't like is uh, Polak. He called Polak a safe player, and it was like, what does Polak do that's safe? Polak doesn't even make me feel Polak safe. Polak dumped Polak... a player on his goalie, and he called him safe. When it's, when Polak and I mean, gets like, the puck, the only move he has is to just ring the puck as hard as he can. Exactly. That's that's that's. It's in a. It's, it could be. Yeah, that's considered a safe play because you get it out of danger. But it's also. It's also considered an icing. It's also considered <laughs> a. Uh, here, take the puck back. That's also not safe. He's lucky. There's I feel like people this that is stay on the sideboards or he'd have a lot like, more icing. This is all just like, ex- like, experimenting, right? Like, he knows that like you aren't in like a do or die mode yet, right? But when the playoffs start, do you really think you'll have? Nylander on the fourth line with Matt Martin. No, I... No. Line cycles. But I think he's trying to find out now, like, who meshes well with who, who clicks with who. In case, A, you have an injury, B, in case, like, there's a slump or something, he just wants to see who can play with who, right? Yeah. But, like, when the time comes, you won't see Matt Martin play with Matthews on the first line. Like no. They took, like... Unless the team is in a desperate situation, they need something, then or you'll see him do something like that. somebody's trying to literally murder... Austin Matthews. Hey, 
<laughs> like <if laughs> some teams have that mentality, they will but do like, it. In 2017, like, well, like you have this whole like Martin has to protect Matthews. Like, no, he doesn't. No, like, no, like who's out here jumping Austin Matthews? Because, no, like everyone has star players now. Exactly. Right, and like the the mouth breathers that say you're supposed to protect the kids, like. Who like I get that people will try to take a run at Matthews, but no one will try to jump him because a this is in the eighties. Mm-hmm. B it's like nobody has those enforcers now because people no. can't afford to. No, you need a full, you need an ISO hold team. Um, we're gonna we're gonna end it here because I feel like we're gonna get way off track. <laughs> we're, we're gonna start to get deep into exactly. This. So but, what is the meaning of life, guys? I feel like but, beliefs are a microcosm say, of life. Hopefully, the, I will <laughs> say... Take that in, save it for the next show, and we will... I, I will be releasing my I next think, tape, and I will be, I'll be getting all introspective. I think next week we'll have we'll have more to talk with the Leafs, and hopefully we'll have some TFC celebrating to, to discuss. I'll go, I'll go out and get some TFC gear. Exactly. If they win tonight. Uh, so just remember, you can follow the show on Block. T- uh, no, all the podcasts on Block Talk Radio. All of the archived episodes are there. Make sure you check out the latest on TipOfTheTower.com. Uh, we're gonna have a lot on TFC win or loss. Yeah, we will win or lose. That's not English. And then we're gonna have some leaf stuff as they go into a crucial point of the season. Blue Jays. We're going to look at some target targets for them. There's going to be quite a few now that the market's starting to heat up. And, yeah, so make sure you uh, follow th- us on Twitter, at Tip of the Tower. On Facebook, just look up Tip of the Tower. You can follow myself, uh, D underscore Morrisuti, two S, two Ts. You can follow Richard, at R. Lee Sam, two Es. And you can follow Austin, underscore Austin Owens. Thank you, guys, and enjoy the weekend. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.